Chuck and Julie, bringing you the truth straight up. I'm Julie Hayden. I'm working at- an Emmy-winning former investigative reporter, a highly successful trial attorney, and publisher of a major Denver area newspaper. They've been partners as talk show hosts and in marriage as parents for over 10 years, providing thought-provoking information, opinion, and entertainment live, local, and interactive. Everyone's voice is always welcome on the Chuck and Julie Show. Well, hello, everyone. Chuck Bonner, Julie Hayden, Truth Straight Up uh, on a Wednesday. Brought to you by americacitizenpress.com and Denver Center Genex and Dr. Julie McCallan. Actually, I have a meeting with her tomorrow. That's right. Your annual That's right. checkup. That's right. It's, you know, it's always good news, too. Chuck always worries it's going to be bad news, bad news. And yeah. she's like, no, you're doing much better than you you're thought. So. Yeah, no. <laughs> we got some good news for you. You're dead. No. Hey, we have coming up in Thomas. If you want to go ahead and give him a call now, um, Daniel Greenfield, he's with the David Horowitz Freedom Center. Got a great column up in Front Page Magazine um, where he, he basically follows the money. He talks about three foreign billionaires who are funneling millions and millions of of dark money into Democrat, um, I got dark money groups, basically, right? Right. Well, they can't give it directly to politicians. So it's educational groups. Yeah, yeah, it's all for the children. Yeah, so we can go ahead kids. and call him. And then also, we'll obviously be talking about the Roe versus Wade. Once again, I was wrong. Um, I told Chuck, I'm like, I predict, I'm never right on the court no, stuff. Well, no sometimes much. I am. No, but no, no, no. I was saying, oh, you know, I don't even know if we need to talk about it. My guess is they're not going to do anything. They're going to issue something. Blah, Roe versus Wade blah. is history. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, you're like, Karen Cataline, who'll be joining us at 3.30. She's like, are you following this? And today I was busy. I was doing other stuff. I'm like, I haven't been yet. And she's like, oh, my God. So we'll be talking about that. Um, this is kind of funny. I think the first Omicron case is in a doubly vaccinated, boosted man in California, Yay! the state that has the tightest, yeah, the tightest COVID rules of anybody. That's what, and of course, that's a lie. He's probably oh, not course. the first case. I mean, it's probably been around forever, right? Yeah, they just yeah. now started like testing for it. And as we talked about the other day, they can't test for it. Other stuff we want to talk about um, is um, the sort of the kerfuffle over um, Lauren Boebert. Never apologize, Lauren. And Heidi Ganov. Um, You're right. And, and never apologize, Heidi. And never apologize, Heidi. And don't let the left's like Kyle Clark trap you. Or Peter. Or Peter. Or Peter Boyles. Peter. Yeah. Trap you into um, some kind of like forcing you to do some kind of weird litmus test that nobody cares about, but that particular person asking it. Um, and do you want to, I know some people, a lot of people listen to Peter too. Every time Chuck and Peter have lunch, um, Chuck is, you're, you're slandered, libeled by Peter. But he gives his rendition to lunch, which is, you know, half true anyway. <laughs> yeah, really. Um, let's see what we have. Oh, okay. Daniel needs some more time before he's ready. Okay. Um, Okay. He's going to call us back. Well, perfect. Well, then we'll start off with, and so we can go ahead and open the lines, 888-627-6008, 888-627-6008. Or if you're on Zoom, just go ahead and unmute your microphone um, or, you know, you can pop in or you can just type the comments in. So let's do Roe v. Wade. Roe v. Wade. Everybody admits that it was a disaster for the abortionists baby killers that a lot of the justices seem to be going to, hey, why bother with the Mississippi law? Let's just throw Roe v. Wade out all together. I mean, you know. Hey, and Charlene, we'll get to this too. Midterm variant to push mail-in balloting in red states. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. We'll talk about that when we kind of move to the Lauren Especially Boebert here thing. In Colorado. But if you weren't following the Roe, like I said, I was like, 
you know, the Supreme Court, I think anymore, has just been so disappointing. And as you said, what they do is they totally just shift it around to do whatever they want to do anyway. And, and the law... Send it back to the lower right. court. Right. And for the most part, I mean, you look at the um, Jack Phillips masterpiece oh, cake shop case, they just kind of punted it back to the lower courts. It didn't issue any rulings. And I Screw thought they'll probably do the same thing, too. They'll say, well, you know, they spelled wrong. And so we're, we're going to tell them they have yes, to spell yeah, that yeah. Yeah, that's right. It's not it's not really ready for decision yet. Right. But apparently not. And this is even coming from the left groups who are totally freaking out. But the uh, six so-called conservative justices. Right. um, All of them, though, including Roberts, hence the so-called, appeared to indicate that they might indeed uphold. So the state of Mississippi has a ban on abortions um, after 15 weeks. Um, A lot of which is not, you know, unless you're paying a lot of attention. And you may not know you're pregnant after 15 weeks. Well, yeah, yeah well, you'd know better than I would. That's, yeah, that's three months. You would have, well, theoretically, women are paying attention, but which is part of the problem. But that's a whole different kind of discussion. Um, but but I was pregnant for a while. Yeah. Well, wait a minute, Joy. <laughs> right, are were. you saying I can't be pregnant? Yeah. Oh, well, we ought to get the, oh, no. <laughs> we'll get the tranny brigade after you. Um, 90%, most states have laws that say you can't have abortion after 24 weeks. And it's a so called. Uh, let me just finish. It's a some is four years after you've given birth. I was going to get it, but most states it's twenty four weeks. Um, Colorado is one of the few states that has kill them anytime you want. Yeah, I mean, literally after the baby's born, it, you don't yeah, you don't have to give it. You don't. Throat. Yeah, I mean, it's it's terrible. Um, but ninety percent. So keep this in mind: ninety percent of the abortions are done before fifteen weeks. So overall, so for the left who are freaking out, this is not a law that affects in the overall scheme well, of you things. Could always, you could always take a morning after pill or take or oh, take. here's a concept. Just be yeah. responsible before yeah. you have sex with somebody. Yeah. I mean, that's a concept. No, but no. at any rate, can't be at any rate, so keep this in mind that the, um, that, that the, it, this is not, we'll have to see what the court does. This is not going to throw out all abortions. The left want to make it seem as if it's, th- which not, I'm saying they shouldn't do, but basically this would uphold the Mississippi law banning abortions after 15 weeks. Several of the justices, this, I mean, actually six of the, the conservative ones indicated that they uh, might uphold that that they might uphold the ban. Some of them indicated that they might be willing to consider an overall um, revoking of Roe v. Wade on different grounds. I mean, here were some of the things that were argued. Um, Just Clarence Thomas was great. He was like, well, okay, when we talk about gun rights, okay, you can show me the Second Amendment. When we talk about search and seizure, you can show me this amendment, the Fourth Amendment, but can talk about, you can show me the amendment. And he said, where in the Constitution does it say anything about Abortion rights. Well, Julie, if you'd read the opinion, it's a penumbra right. It is a right that's a shadow of other rights. It's right. a right of privacy. They just made it up. Basically. Yeah, they just bullshitly <laughs> made it up and, and decided that they, they like abortion. So they'd give their medical opinion that it's a good idea. Right. And so that was what Clarence Thomas was going at. He was saying that's not a constitutional thing. Kavanaugh, it looked like, was going along the lines of why, since it's not in the Constitution, why are we even on a federal Supreme Court level? Why are we even in this ball game? He was indicating that 
he would uphold it and then say, look, states can do whatever the states want to do. I mean, that should be a state issue. Um, There were some indications it looked like Amy Comey Barrett Barrett, um, was asking questions regarding um, viability, although Kavanaugh also had a good one because the pro-abortion people were trying to argue that it was a woman's right, woman's body, woman's right, right? And the prop of a Kavanaugh said, well, but it's not just the woman's body. We've got a whole other body, the baby, in the baby. There already. <laughs> and he said, so, and the, the, the people who were for abortion tried to say, oh no, that doesn't really matter. No. You can, you can baby. consider it well, worse. You can consider both the woman's right and the baby's right. And Kavanaugh was like, well, no, you can't. You're killing one. Yeah. 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 One of them. It's, it's like dead. one or the other. You can't say both of their rights. Are both mom and baby, a great baby ought to be dead. Right. And, and so he threw that out. So it's going to be interesting to see. Um, the f- liberals were freaking out over the whole thing. As um, they do. And, well, it's saying, you know, as somebody was tweeting, we're back to all of a sudden, now my body, my choice, right? No, right. if it's a vaccine, it's oh, not, it's not your, body your body and your choice. It's the government's body. It's a government's body. But if it's a baby, um, no, then it's no, not, no. then it's your body and your choice. No, um right. So the, but if you're a guy, you got to pay. Um, yeah, yeah, and the man you still have to pay. So there are a lot of things going on there. But I was surprised to see the New York yeah, Times, right. Washington Post, all of them real clearly indicating um, that they at least believed it did not go well for the pro-abortion people. And basically, they were even acknowledging because it, the whole thing is about politics, right? It's not really about the well, law. Everything is about politics. Well, exactly. But now oh, we do have Daniel. Okay, we've got Daniel Greenfield with us. Um, if you want to go ahead and bring him up, Daniel Greenfeld, um, he has a great column in front page magazine. He's with the David Horowitz Freedom Center. And we're going to follow we had quite a few times. David Horowitz, show. too. Yeah, we're going to follow the money here with Daniel. So, hey, Daniel, thank you for your time this afternoon. Thank you so much for having me on. So your column that I read, it was great. It talked about three foreign billionaires who were basically funneling all the dark money our friend Trent. We have a friend, Ted Trimpa, who describes his job as funneling dark money. The bundling, bundling. No, 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 oh. the funneling okay. in, into you know, allowable you know, educational and other funds and so forth. So that's he's funneling all these billionaires' money into Colorado and elsewhere. But why don't you talk about the fund in particular that you are focusing on and then these three foreign billionaires and explain to folks what's going on. And then I have about a million questions after that. So there's this huge dark money network on the left that is known as the 1630 Fund. It's dark money because it doesn't have to disclose who its donors are, and it's a way for them to funnel money into all sorts of local operations in Colorado and Massachusetts and Florida around the country. Uh, they set up all sorts of front groups like Floridians for a Fair Economy, that sort of thing. Um, behind it uh, are these guys. Uh, they also fund a lot of the Never Trumpers. For example, if you've heard of the Lincoln Project or right. Bill Crystal, they fund them too. Uh, so now the question is who funds them? Now, because they're a dark money operation, uh, they don't disclose their donors. That's the big thing. They do not disclose their donors. But, they don't have to. Uh, there was a reason for, they don't have to. They legally don't have to. But uh, Politico right. recently had a story which said that uh, they'd raised about uh, $390 million for the 2020 election. They grew through about uh, $410 million. And... Uh, about half of that money came from just four donors, which is big, obviously. And they named three figures who had been uh, notorious for putting a lot of money into them. One is George Soros, who most people are probably familiar with on this broadcast. 
Another is Pierre Omidyar. This is the founder of eBay, uh, and he funds a variety of left-wing causes, every, and he funds everything from the never-Trumpers to um, Black Lives Matter to The Intercept. And the third guy is somebody who's been flying under the radar. He's a, the richest man in Switzerland. His name is Hans-Jörg Suisse, and uh, he put in about $153 million. Now, the interesting thing about Suisse who actually lives in Wyoming, but is not a United States citizen. He's not even a legal resident of the United States. He's here on an E2 investor's visa, uh, which oh, raises obviously yeah. a lot of questions. Where in Wyoming is, is this wonderful individual located? I believe he's in Jackson Hole, which is... Where it's else? Where Where else? That's where you your billionaire. Absolutely So perfect. my one question is, is why... For instance, I understand, although I disagree with them a lot, I understand why the U.S. Chamber of Commerce donates money to people, right? Because they want to get certain things passed that will benefit their their big business interests. What are these guys? They're foreigners. So what what are their goals? What do you think it is they're trying to accomplish? So they have obviously political goals. They generally lean well to the left. And they have this vision of the world, of society, of how things should be. They have no particular regard for America. It's just another whistle stop on their, I mean, they're globalists. So they think mm-hmm. of the world and they think of Americans as being in the way of this because America has a lot of wealth, a lot of resources. Uh, but Americans don't see themselves as part of the global community. So a lot of their work is aimed at this. Because America really is the 800-pound gorilla. Um, we have a lot of um, influence globally, um, in which we accomplish by sacrificing a lot of lives in World War II, by spending a lot of money, and by building an incredibly prosperous economy. But they look at this and they see as this as resources that should be applied toward a global effort. So you have these people coming in. Uh, they find ways to make money. Uh, George Soros made money from the financial markets, from disrupting financial markets. Um, some of the big tech guys, Pierre Mijar of eBay, they made money by disrupting the usual retail economy. And um, Hanyo Guis made money by um, transforming the medical device market. And they think of themselves as geniuses um, who have a clear vision of how things should be, and they have no problem manipulating people who are in their way. What about, now, George Soros is pretty old. Um, what about the other guys? And, and I guess I wonder what goes, what happens to his money after he's gone. Down to their awful children. Right. Who but, but also contribute billions. What are the, I mean, what are the likelihood, the likelihood that these guys are going to keep playing? I mean, their ages and, and how likely they are to keep playing in American politics. Well, Soros is obviously pretty old. Hans-Jörg Ries is also really old. Pyramidyar is more in his 40s, I believe. That said, these people create foundations. And you know the thing right. about foundations is they keep on ticking along after you're dead. The conservative foundations, I mean, conservative billionaires who created foundations, millionaires, these things, unfortunately, were taken over by the left in most cases. I mean, yeah. take the Heinz Foundation, for example, which uh, Kerry has been having a lot of fun with. Yeah. So, any, any of these conservative foundations eventually get taken over by the left, and the leftist foundations just get further, further leftward. Except for the Clintons, they aren't doing very well. Their foundation is down like 75% from 2016. That, but, but you mentioned there with the conservative groups. Is there anything comparable um, on the conservative side? Or have they all been sort of co-opted by the other side? Oh, back in the day, the Koch Foundation used to be comparable, but the remaining Koch brother has kind of allied with George Soros. He's um, an organization. He's kind of moved further westward. Okay. What about in terms of their goals? I mean, we've, we watch them. I mean, 
I can, why, you know, Black Lives Matter, George Soros funds all of these, you know, crime, criminal justice reform, which are really just letting people out. Yeah, a lot, of, a lot of people out on bail um, who then go and commit other crimes. We saw that in Waukesha, Wisconsin. I mean, I would wonder if to a certain extent, some of their goals is simply to disrupt things here in the United States. In other words, they're not really particularly concerned about Black Lives Mattering, but they, the Black Lives Matter and the Antifa organizations create disruption, create chaos, create division in this country. I mean, is is that what they're after, do you think, or do they have more specific goals? Well, you know, my boss, David Horowitz, has a quote from the left that he likes to use, which is that whatever, the issue is always the revolution. It's never the issue, which means, you know, whatever the issue is, it used to be class warfare, it's gay rights, it's um, fighting racism, uh, it's feminism, whatever it is, you see these people absolutely pump and dump the issue. Uh, they claim to be big feminists, and now they're denying that women even exist. So right. whatever the issue is, the real issue is just leveraging it for their radical political causes. Well, in in some sense, I mean, you know, if if you go to Hindu one, you, you've got Vishnu, who, who kind of creates great and evil, and you have Shiva, who destroys everything, but that's good in some weird sense of the world. The Shivavists, aren't they? I mean, they want to destroy everything for the greater good. So, you know, obviously there's no, from their point of view, there's no creation without destruction. I'm sure they think of this in terms of creative destruction, and they right. don't care about the people who are caught in the lake. Right. What about, we had a guest on the other day who was talking about the World Economic Forum, and I saw they were meeting, or they have been meeting recently and coming up with some wacky ideas. Um, are, and they're globalists too, right? And then I think you look at people like Zuckerberg, Jeff Bezos, who are sort of globalists in what they're trying to do. Are these guys in cahoots with those guys, or are these sort of a whole separate thing? So, I mean, these guys are doing their thing. I mean, you have a lot of these billionaires, they're incredibly egotistical. Uh, they don't work well, all that well together, and they have their own particular visions. They cooperate in some things. George Soros' most brilliant move was probably setting up the Democracy Alliance, which centralized this whole donor network uh, that allowed them to gain control of a lot of the left. That was an incredibly potent move. What, um, in your opinion, we're talking to Daniel Greenfield with a great column in front on Page Magazine. How does all of this play out? Um, I mean, so they give a lot of money to this, these groups, right? Um, um, how does this play out politically? And what do you see happening? I don't know, maybe not in 2022, but well, in I'm 20- sure in 2022. Yeah, I, mean, yeah. I guess you're right. There's plenty. I mean, how do you see that playing out politically in, in terms of the dynamics of the elections that are going to be going on in this country? Whoop, Daniel, you there? Wait, wait, we've got a message. Hey, Daniel, if you, can you hear us? Can you- hey, Thomas. Oh, there you go. So, Daniel, I was asking, how does this how does this all play out? These guys and the money that they're pouring in. Well, for, let me back up. So, for instance, you know, Zuckerberg had the Zuck box that he was pouring into like election efforts, specific ballot harvesting, drop boxes, things like that. Do, these guys, it seems like are not being quite that specific. But how does their money play out? Do you see it playing out in like 2022 and 2024? They're silencing us. Silence. They're silencing us. Um, he's still on the line. He's still on the line. Okay. Hey, David. I don't. Or Daniel, you're you're muted. I think a little bit. Um, Can you hear me now? 
Oh, yeah, now I can hear you. Okay, sorry. It's, it's Verizon okay. is doing this. Sorry. sorry. So uh, one of the things that George Soros and Pierre Omidyar, two of the guys I mentioned, and a number of other billionaires are doing is investing big in fake local news. Uh, this has been a major project of theirs now and taking over local newspapers and newsrooms. Uh, they've got a number of projects. One of those is actually coordinated with Facebook, which involves planting journalists that they sponsor into local news operations, paying their salaries. Another is creating fake local news outlets that seem authentic and real but are not. Uh, those are two of their projects. They expect that they're going to be able to manipulate news locally, and they're going to transform much of the media into a nonprofit operation. You know, well, think, it's, it's you... interesting here. We own a local newspaper. Yeah, they aren't um, sponsoring us. Unfortunately, we can be bought. <laughs> yeah. um, and they bought up all the other ones through through Colorado Sun, who was bought out by, who was sponsored by a group by Catherine Murdoch. And so all the local newspapers around Denver, except ours and The Villager, are owned by something called Local Media LLC, which is really Catherine Murdoch. Um, and so you never have to worry about having any dissenting views other than our own in, in the villager because uh, Catherine Murdoch owns them all. Well, and more than that, Daniel, I well, see. let him respond to that. Oh, okay. Uh, this is typical. Uh, the local media operations are being bought up. They're increasingly owned by a smaller share um, of, uh, and then they're being taken over by hedge funds. One of the things actually in Biden's so-called Build Back Better Act as a $1.7 billion giveaway um, to media operations that will fund yes. a lot of them. Uh, right. The media is becoming increasingly a um, f- uh, funded and sponsored by the Democrats. Right, right. Well, and you can see that, for instance, where I get the emails from the Colorado Press Association, right? Oh, Which yeah. all it is anymore is a shield for organizations like this. It's constantly saying, if you want to apply, if you're a newspaper or a newspaper reporter or any kind of media reporter, and you want to apply a for a grant to cover whatever, right? Usually it's something green. Right. Mm-hmm. Some, I mean, it's a lot of it is, is green kind of stuff. Then you can apply for the grant. So it goes exactly what you're saying. It's like you, you're the reporter, so you've got a grant now. I mean, it used to be you had a reporter, you covered a beat, you covered the news as it happened. But that's not even remotely occurring anymore. You have all of these reporters in what you would think would be sort of a mainstream media organization. Their salaries are being paid by grants to do certain kinds of stories with a certain kind of spin. And well, they don't ever that- Disclose the local that. Well, one, well, 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 let me add to that because we're covered by that one and oh, yeah. they pay half the salary of most of our employees. I assume, if assuming we were politically correct in some manner. Yeah, so this is the kind of conflict you have increasingly uh, because they're transforming the media into a nonprofit operation. This is really the long term goal because the yes. media is not profitable as it is now. They've alienated right. much of their audience particularly locally, and uh, they need to transform themselves into a government-subsidized and a various right. nonprofit operation. Then they'll be funded directly by these foundations, by guys like Soros, and they'll yes. be nonprofits. Right. Well, and one of the things we see, too, you talked about, they set up what appear to be legitimate ones, and they're fake. There's a um, an organization here, and I mean, and we know our friend Ted Trimpa acknowledges that they set this up. There's So it's something called Colorado Polls, and there's another thing called Colorado Times Recorder. So Colorado Times Recorder kind of looks like a legitimate news Website, site, right? Yeah. Um, and so what happens is, is it will generate a story, right, always anti-Republican, then Colorado Polls will pick it up, and then the Colorado Times 
Sandra Corder will pick up the collateral policy. I mean, it's just a circular and they quote each other. Um, and if you didn't know what you were looking at, it, it appears to be like legitimate Legit, yeah. and it's all funding. And and I got it. I just don't think the Republicans don't or conservatives don't have anything. Well, well they book. do. Well, here in Colorado, I mean, huh. we, we have Phil Anschutz is the only true billionaire in Colorado or the biggest billionaire. And he owns something called the Colorado Gazette, which used to be right wing, but he's had it taken over by all left wing uh, publishers and, and and editors and and everything else. And now he does the Colorado politics and Denver Gazette. It's all left wing. I mean, every once in a while, they'll do a nice article on some squish Republican, but it's no different than the left wing Denver Post. And so there really is only one view. Yeah, in Colorado, whether it's Channel Nine or or Seven Ten Can US or anything else, and that's left wing. And this is what they intend for the whole country. Yes, yeah, yes. they're doing that all over. Well, how besides exposing it? I think although these are foreign billionaires, like you said, they don't. They don't. I think George Soros well, doesn't. Can care. we arrest them and send them to some <laughs> sort of free education camp? Or, I mean, else? what are we? How besides shining the light? I mean, any ideas or what do you guys? When you guys sit around in your editorial meetings and talk, I mean, what are your ideas for what, if anything, we can do about this? Well, one point, obviously, would be to defeat the Build Back Better Act with the $1.7 billion giveaway for media. You've had, actually, some Republicans supporting this because um, local media comes to them and says, you know, this would help us. Bottom line is it would actually help uh, every left-wing media operation in the country um, fight the attempt to actually have a government subsidized media. The media is dying on its own. I mean, there's a conservative audience for actual facts, for actual news. There's an audience when it comes to um, AM talk radio. There's really very little of an audience to these papers that were taken over as legacies, and as you described, really with the Colorado Gazette, transformed into left-wing operations. Uh, it's important to have your local congressman, your local representative, refuse to give them taxpayer money. Right. Well, of course, uh, course your congressman isn't bought off himself. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah, then we, got, then we got that. Well, do you, you know, when you do these stories, do you think these guys care that they're being exposed or are they just so big? They're and as you kinda... said, the U.S. is just one sandbox they're playing in that, that they, they just don't care. Well, for the most part, they don't care, but their operations do care. So George Soros, for example, when he set up J Street, which was this anti-Israel group, he disguised his donation, and they spent years lying about the fact that he'd actually funded it. So he knows that he's controversial. These guys know they're controversial. So they themselves are not worried about their image, but they do know that when they have to set up an operation, they want to keep a distance. They want to use dark money networks. They want to disguise it because their image is bad for their goals. Do you ever see the dark money? I mean, I don't see it changing. I, th- I know there used to be a time, I think, when bundling money would be, you know, you'd have a Hollywood actor would have a party and a bunch of people would donate $5,000. I mean, I don't even think they do that well, anymore, right? Yeah, now, now, now you talk about billionaires yeah, billion. bundling millions and millions of Tens millions. Of millions yeah. And I don't see, and every so often a Democrat will say, oh, we need like, you know, election campaign finance reform. Yeah, like, right, oh, yeah, yeah, right, you guys. McCain, fine, gold, do you yeah. ever see that happening or is this? Our brave new world. Well, it's possibly that possible that things will change. Uh, the bottom line is, though, people have to actually push forward to change because you know, yeah. some uh, as you mentioned, the uh, lot of members of Congress are brought up. A lot of people are invested in the system. There has to be public outrage at how corrupt things have gotten. 
Well, let me, so we've run out of time here, Daniel. Um, where can people find more? I mean, you, I, I, you've got articles, you come out of your work, you work very hard. It seems like you've got stuff all the time at Front Page Magazine. Is that the best place to find you and read you or where can people go? Absolutely. The David Harwood Freedom Center, frontpagemag.com are fantastic resources for me and for a lot of other conservative journalists. All right. Well, your article and your expose was incredibly illuminating, so we appreciate you having you on. Yep, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Sorry for the technical problems. No, oh, no. That's hey, right. that's, that's, that's a brave new world we live in, too. Thank you there. Daniel Greenfield. I do thank encourage you. you to go. It was a column that came out November um, November 22nd in Front Page Magazine. So if you just go to frontpagemagazine.com and you kind of scroll down, scroll down, scroll down, and it talks about these billionaires. Um, it is always a follow the money kind of kind of process. Yeah, and, and I, you know, I, I, we'll move on to a cheerful to abortion, a more abortion, topic. killing those small because babies. Because I just don't to see, cheer you up during yeah, the holidays. I just don't see. I mean, the Republicans just don't have anything comparable. And the they do have something they do, comparable. They got Phil Anschutz is sold out. Well, to that's the what left. I mean. They they just yeah. I mean, he's utterly sold out to the left. And and what they do is they you know try to file lawsuits and everything else. No, so. they don't try to file lawsuits. They try to do nothing. Well, no, but I mean, anybody who challenges them, I mean, they they use yeah. a variety of techniques, including just outright censoring and banning to. You know, and Twitter has gone off the deep end. Now, Twitter is now, I don't even understand what this means. You can't show somebody else's picture or somebody else. I mean, is it like, so if I'm in a street and I take a picture of a crowd, I have to go and get everyone's well, permission. I mean, if it's the right crowd. Well, exactly. That, that's the whole thing. It's Twitter's just like, well, this, Dr. New Donna, this is how um, Weld County lost five seats. Strong Republicans to squish a poll. That's absolutely right. That's absolutely right. Absolutely and, and again, right. they're fighting on a number of front. You got George Soros with the election and the ballot harvesting. These guys with the criminal justice reform, and you got prosecutors who won't proc, you know, yeah, prosecute yeah, crimes. Yeah. Meanwhile, you have just all these, you know, you're funding the media, so you push a narrative there. Right. You know, you don't see the Denver Post doing a lot of stories about how people are getting out on bond and committing other crimes. So there's a reason. And I'm not kidding you. The Colorado Press Association, which used to just be, it's now a, a- Right. It, it, it is. I mean, it, it, they're constantly saying there's apply for this grant, apply for that grant, and they're all for far left wing progressive causes. So if right. you were to go in there as a reporter, get the grant and say, you know, I want to report actually how this is bad. You know, you can imagine what right. would happen. Right. And not only that, but the editorial editorially. Right. They know they don't have to pay you. Right. If you well, had- luckily, you know, we're a competitor to the Colorado community media. Um, LLC and and luckily they're so awful that that it's it's great for us because they, they're well, just they're so bad right and so obvious that 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 they're awful. All right. Um, well, let's go back. Now we'll go back to we kind of opened up the hour because we're waiting for Daniel. I'm talking about the Supreme Court um, case and and like I said, I was thinking blah blah blah. It's going to be blah blah blah. And then I'm um, Kieran Cataline texting. She goes, "Are you listening?" To I, this? Uh, I'm like, no. So I got on the computer. I'm like, "Holy cow!" It's actually looking as if. Um, they might at least, at the very least, uphold the Mississippi ban, um, and possibly there is at least some talk of overturning no, Roe versus won't. Wade. Now, keep in mind that's not going to ban abortion, right? That's just it, it throws everything it leaves, to a certain back up to the states, yeah. right? So in Colorado, we have one of the most liberal. Uh, you can kill them anytime you like. Abortion policies, but Red Karen, is ten, and we could probably right, kill yeah. Them. Karen, Kathleen, Karen. I don't know if you want to come on on Zoom or just audio, but you. Sure, and Sen- I'm on. 
Okay, perfect. So yeah. go ahead. Like I said, thank you for queuing. I was busy doing all kinds of other stuff this morning, and you were like, "Oh my god!" I was not paying attention. I was not focusing yet. So, <laughs> well, it's interesting. I don't even have regular uh, Fox News anymore. I listen to the audio of Fox News on Sirius XM, and it turns out that it was the audio of the hearing anyway, and you couldn't see anything anyway. So I was good as gold. What what I was really struck by, um, and you're on top of so much of this, but it, it just blew my mind that the attorney who was arguing, you know, pro-choice was arguing completely on the liberty line, on body autonomy. It was so right. astonishing to me at how easily these people can switch yeah. back and forth. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. No, your body, your, body, uh, your choice. We invade you with a DNA uh, alteration. Right, right. We're going to give you a new gene therapy in the form of a fake vaccine, but but that's not your choice. It, yeah. It, it was amazing to me. I mean, um, uh, uh, yeah. I, I was writing notes for a possible article about this, about how... Um, it, it never, it, it doesn't harm you if you are so willing to be a hypocrite. <laughs> if, if being well, a hypocrite doesn't bother you any, then you can argue with, with passion about how women deserve body autonomy and the government ought not to get involved between you and your doctor. And I'm just wondering why this is coming out now uh, in perfect timing to the arguments that could possibly be used in the future when these, not that I'm not interested in the abortion issue itself, but this could be used when and if these uh, vax mandates make it to the Supreme Court, because frankly, I don't trust this court even with no. the so-called conservatives. That will be oh, you're right. The, the truth, the truth will have to wait. First on the whole abortion, Mississippi abortion law ban, you know, that decision is mu- six months out or so at least, right? I mean, it's a long way out. And who knows hey. what to do? And you got to imagine that in the meantime, um, is that, is, is that, Trump calling I am so no. sorry. No, no, I'm kidding you. You got to imagine in the meantime, all these left groups are going to riot. They're going to do maybe not riot, but they're going to do oh, this. Oh, they love to riot. They're they're riot. Riot. Yeah, of riot. course they do. You know, they're going to do everything they can to try to pressure the justices. Uh, you know, it, and, oh, and maybe right. maybe Biden will pass an executive order since he doesn't really care about OSHA rules or any no, other law. So He'll crap. just pass a new executive order saying that the Supreme Court doesn't count anymore right. unless yeah. he agrees with them. Yeah. I mean, well, know. and and it was made the point on Fox News, which, again, I don't watch too often. Jeffrey Tubin. He oh, was also. Oh, well, I love Jeffrey yeah, uh, yeah. for a good show. <laughs> well, Did he pay? Than, uh, didn't he pay for somebody he had an affair with to have an abortion? Somebody's wasn't he having I might be lying. Well, there's there's Jeffrey Tubin and then there's that other guy who was uh pleasuring himself on a Zoom meeting and that's Jeffrey, that's Tubin. Jeffrey Tubin. No, then I've got the wrong guy. It's okay. uh, the other guy. You got the red, the wrong Tubin. I got the wrong Tubin. It's um <laughs> no, it's the better of the two, not Tubin. So I okay. better be clear about that. He was Some on, other guy. I don't, think, I don't think Tubin is on Fox News, is he? He's on CNN. CNN. He's on CNN. No, I wasn't. It wasn't Tubin. It was uh, the other guy. Anyway, okay. he, anyway, he said he said how interesting it is that two of the justices 
Roberts and probably um, Thomas. No, no, no. The the other one. Oh God, my no, my Kavanaugh. Alito Kavanaugh. No, 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 no. The the lefty judge. The lefty judge. Oh, oh there's my hair. my hair, Kagan. Yeah, yeah. They were so concerned about. Um, well, but if we make this particular decision, people are going to get mad. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, no. exactly. Well, and as oh. if they make it. And keep in mind, and you're right, the hypocrisy is so astonishing. The only people who matter are the left people. They don't care if they make us mad. They don't care if they make conservatives mad. They don't care if they make soccer moms mad. They just care if they make, you know, left job, progressive. Exactly. Uh, Yeah. yeah. Um, Well, that's the thing I think. Imagine, if you will, if conservatives were to advocate for people losing their jobs if they had an abortion. Okay. Right. It's, it's amazing to me that they can argue this case with a straight face. No, they can and then turn right can. around. Well, Karen, and- you've talked about this before, Karen. And again, we always need to remember guys, it's not, it's, we keep trying to argue logic. the facts and logically logic, yeah. and maybe That's what's so right stupid. and wrong. And the That's Democrats, so it's all about politics and their agenda. And so it, it doesn't even bother them. For instance, Peter Ducey, God bless him at Fox, was asking Fauci, who's saying, well, you know, maybe we're going to have to start requiring rec- maybe everybody who comes into this country, American citizen or not, is going to have to be quarantined for seven days, even if they test negative for this Omicron variant. And so Peter Ducey raises his hand and said, well, what about illegal border crossings? And he said, oh, well, that's oh. a different issue. No, yeah, I mean, totally, literally, yeah, no. that's what he said. That's no, a different that's issue. issue. They're, they're here it, fine. It's, it's like, you know, and so when you keep in mind that to them, and I keep saying this, this is war, right? It's war. You wouldn't have, if you were at war, you know, whatever one side doesn't think, well, you know, this doesn't make sense. We're being hypocritical. If we, you know, do this, if we say, don't shoot our prisoners, but we shoot their prisoners, it's war. And so they don't care. They say anything they want. And I think we need to realize that. Um, and you got to call them out, but, but don't ever fool ourselves. And I know you don't, that we're going to convince yeah. them somehow. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you're right. That's not my argument. It's illogical. I, I, uh, it's okay. I, I give well, you. doesn't it follow that leftists in general are advocating the lack of personal responsibility and the lack of, of intellectual honesty and admitting to be a hypocrite is all part of absolving yourself from personal responsibility, right? Right, right. If, right. if elevating criminality and punishing law-abiding citizens is all part of the collectivist agenda, then surely holding yourself accountable when you're a complete fraud doesn't figure into it now, does it? it doesn't no, bother Doctor Fauci? No, no. Mask, don't wear a mask. It's you know, fourteen days to flatten the curb. Yeah, it is fifteen days. Fifteen days. Yeah, fifteen days. Well, and the whole thing is just you know, it's it's ridiculous, and we'll see what happens. I mean, it'll be interesting if you're a politician in Colorado or, or the states. You uh, you might be interested in this court ruling because I could see a ton no, of no. money being dumped suddenly. Well, I've already been seeing tweets. Two very progressive Democrat legislators are like, "Hey, don't worry. Even if the Supreme Court fails us, we've we'll already got kill like, every got- firstborn child, just like in the times of Moses." And I mean, so well, you know things- what, Chuck? Just like Mel Brooks said in Bra- "Blazing Saddles," that's 
too Jewish. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I did want to mention, you know, as I listened to this abortion discussion, and I had a little bit of a come to Moses moment several years ago on abortion in which I came out of the closet as a pro-life person. And mostly because I saw that the decisions of life and death in the hands of such disreputable, despicable people who elevate death every chance they get was not a good idea. No. when When you're celebrating abortion and killing babies that are already out of the birth canal, I decided <laughs> this is That's not bad. people that need to be in charge. Well, you have to understand, Karen, system. you have to make them comfortable, make them feel good after they come out of the birth canal before you execute them. And and that's the only humane thing to do, as as you can appreciate. Well, and, yes, and yet the left never met a criminal that they didn't stand up for, no matter how. Well, they never met a mass starvation or or hundreds of millions of people being killed they didn't enjoy. The left has no morals. It has no, nothing. They're just pure embodiment. Well, people. and here's the thing. I think we need to be, as conservatives, aware and, and ready that, again... Um, well, the squishes well, me, want to kill everyone, too. Let me... You're, you're, sure, you keep interrupting. I know, but but that's good. Um, let's truly talk. No, 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 no. No, no one says that. Um, and, and it's, it's just a matter of... of they're a deathscape. And, well, and that includes the Republicans who fall in their line. Right. You yes. know, that's, I mean. Oh, you know, Kevin Triola will support whatever bill oh, yeah, is yeah. out there. Because here's the thing. The fight is not going to go away. The fight is only going to get it more vicious. I remember I read this. It was a quote from I forget who, but he said, the problem is, he said, the Democrats are masters at taking outrage and anger and fueling it and channeling it to achieve their goals. Where Republicans tend to say, oh, good, we won. And now we go back to our lives on this abortion thing. You cannot let that happen because they are shifting. They're already shifting the state, the fight to states. And it's going to get more vicious, more ugly. And all it's going to do, it's going to force this to become another litmus test issue. Um, It's going to fund a ton of money in for even more. I mean, there's There's no money on the right. No, there's no money for pro-life. There's none of that. But Phil Anschutz and all the abortion Barbies will be flooding the, the airways with their kind of going, we've got to protect women. That yeah. it's always the usual suspects that disrespect life, just to go back a moment. Uh, they're always the champions or the they, they're always for euthanasia. Oh, yeah. They're yeah. always for sending COVID into nursing homes so they can yes, kill them numbers. off. They're you know, always... For the, for the the murder and the harm done to innocent people as just cannon fodder. Sorry, yes. but it's true. Yes. And so you got to ask yourself, what you know are if you, are you on the side of life or are you on the side of death and darkness? Which That's side are you on? Yeah. Which, which side are yeah, you we've on? Talked, no, no, I talked, which we've, side are okay, you okay. on? Okay, okay. Um, oh, come on. We've ta- no, we've talked about. Let's have a folk revival. Hold nanny here. <laughs> we've, uh, we've talked about that before, though, and I think uh, kind of like you, I've come to the realization in recent years, it's not just politics anymore. There is a lot more at mm-hmm. stake here. There's, I mean, it is truly, I think you're right, Karen, a battle between the forces for good, the forces for evil, the forces for freedom, the forces for tyranny. And um, the forces for tyranny are the Democrats and the rhinos. That's right. They and are the, the escape. 
And, That's and right. If I may say, you know, on a more, on a more, shall we say, emotional note, I get so tired and so worn out uh, just recognizing that the, the chessboard has completely changed. It is no yeah. longer Republican versus Democrat exactly, or black or white or good or all of that. It's our are you a person who strives to do good, even if you fall short? Or are you a person who is elevating evil? Right. Can right. you no. say Kevin Priola? Can you say Ron? Can you say Bill Owens? Can you say lots of them? Uh, well, Karen, listen, we're going to let you go because we want to talk okay. about actually speaking of good and et cetera, et cetera. Where I, I know you're going to be writing about this. I know you're going to be talking about this. Where can people listen to you? Oh, uh, KarenCataline.com. Just go there. I'll probably put this up. And by the way, Daniel Greenfield, one of the best writers anywhere. Well, I guess. Isn't so he great? Wow. Yeah. wow. So good. So smart. Yeah. All right. Thank, Thank you, you, Karen. Karen. Thank Appreciate you for keeping me posted uh, on what's going yeah. on in the world today, too. Um, the state party elevated Kevin and had him teaching us how to campaign. This is from yeah. Dr. Donna. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Bring in Bob Dylan. Everybody's got to serve someone. Uh-huh. <laughs> so speaking of speaking of, though, the, the good and evil. And, and here's the thing. We got to be smart, though. So. Um, we want to I want to briefly talk about Lauren Boebert where so Lauren Boebert, as you know, made a, a bad joke. Um, she made a good joke. Well, and I, well, she made a joke um, about Ilhan Omar. I and, know about jokes. Yeah, yeah, really. We know about and and everybody jumped on her and the Denver Post said, since she won't apologize, we will for her, even though Lauren Boebert kept saying I did apologize. But what Lauren did, I mean, I and I, I believe Lauren on this. She said and she put a video explaining what she did. She should have taped it. She said, look, I thought about it and I thought, OK, I should apologize. Mistake. So she did mistake. I mean, mistake. that's what you said. She was trying to do good and, and she failed. And Ilhan Omar had no intention. And Kevin McCarthy said, why don't you talk to Ilhan? And even Steny Hoyer said, that's not going to go no, well. Oh. And, and, and she said, which is accurate, they don't want an apology. They want a public humiliation. And unless you're giving them a public humiliation, they'll hang up the phone. Right. And I could have told her that a little earlier than, than Kevin, not so bright. McCarthy. Well, what's McCarthy? And he's like, he's trying to make peace between Marjorie Taylor Greene and that other person. It's Ilhan like, Omar? Yeah, no, Mace, somebody, another. Nancy Mace. Yeah, it's like, Kevin McCarthy, just go away. Go away. Just go away. Maybe work on a just, book. Just get a brain transplant and go away. Get a book or something. But here's here's the thing that people like Lauren, and I'm sure she's learned this now because Lauren, I think, is a pretty quick study. And, and that is, you may be trying to do good, and that's good. That's good. We all want to try to do good, but you have to turn around and say, when the other side is just evil and you know they're evil. She married her brother for Pete's sakes, Ilhan Omar did to come into I mean, she's paid oh, and she's giving her current non-brother husband millions of yeah, dollars right, in campaign. Right, I mean, yeah. these people are not she, she could care. I mean, she's there to make money and to corrupt exactly. the system even more than it's corrupted. Exactly. And so if you're Lauren, Lauren, this is free advice. Um, don't just, yeah, just don't you, ch- channel your right to be good, uh, you know, and just say don't apologize. Number one, you didn't do anything Wrong. I mean, Ilhan Omar, who has made so many outright racist comments about all kinds of things, right? Who is she to talk? It, yeah. You know, it'd be one thing if you accidentally said something bad or made a joke that was in poor taste, I don't know, about your past yeah, I, or I don't something. Know who did such 
Yeah, I don't know either, Chuck. So there's that. The other thing I want to say, yeah, the non-brother husband. Exactly. The other person I want Doesn't to Doesn't everybody to, have a non-brother husband? I no, mean, that's one I haven't had. Yeah, <laughs> that's had right. Different types of husbands, but never a non, non Well, no, you're my non-brother. I'm your non-brother. So Chuck's you, my you, non-brother you've never husband. Never had any brother husband. No, never had him. At least I know. No. Surprises me my brothers have wives. Just kidding, just mm-hmm. kidding. Um, but Heidi Ganahl. Here's another thing, too. Heidi Ganahl, for whatever reason, Kyle Clark, Kyle Clark from Channel 9 is trying to they're running this litmus test about just say it Chuck just say you the election wasn't rigged just say it was rigged you must say it's a big lie yes or no and if you don't you cannot run in this state it's like I Kyle Clark have deemed that the truth and the people there used to be this deal this is 20 years ago where 710 not 710 850 KOA KOA Channel 9 and the Denver Post had agreed to a partnership, which is a brilliant idea of being a monopoly. Um, and now we can have we can have 710 Can US and Channel 9 do a do thing. Because from Kyle Clark to Billy to Peter, and then we Boy, got yeah, there we go. I mean, it's, it's well, also- and he, so here's the thing, Heidi, don't fall for it. Don't don't pay any attention to what Kyle Clark is saying, because I got news for the Channel 9 knows this. No one's watching him anymore. Right. Like no, hardly no. anyone is watching them. Everybody says, well, they represent mommies. The mommies left a long time ago. The trannies have come in. <laughs> it's like, so no one's watching them. The average person out there. Here is my advice to Heidi Ganahl. You want to run on three things, the economy, education and crime. Don't fall anytime. Well, education. That's what I said. School. So anytime Kyle Clark or some idiot like that says, talk to me about was the election rigged or not? You want to say, you know what? What I want to talk about, what people care about is the economy. Well, just and just keep doing it. And he's going to say she didn't answer. Who cares? No one cares what Kyle Clark thinks. No one cares. The the people who are, you know, and the Denver Post were attacking her for not answering that. Don't even let that phase you. Just you keep talking about things that pe- that matter to people. We've seen, number one, the, the January 6th commission is going to be imploding anytime soon now as all more and more well, tapes are released. Impl- it can't implode. Well, the facts are coming out, right? Yeah. Oh, and the, well, that'd be awful. It appears that they killed another person. There's videotape about that. Yeah. Um, people well, care like about that. that. People care about the fact, and I think there was actually a rally for America's mom, Sharona Bishop. Yeah, up in Mesa in County. In Mesa today. County today. People care about the FBI breaking in and br- knocking down the doors of mothers who fight for parental rights. That's what people care about. People care about a guy being released from prison, oh, from jail over and over and over again, running over and killing people at Christmas parades. People care about that kind of stuff, right? They don't care. And the polls show this. They don't care what Heidi Ganahl thinks about this thing or that thing with, with the election. People have moved on to things that matter much more. And, if, you know, so Heidi, don't let them pressure you. Just like Lauren, don't let the stupid media who we already know is corrupted pressure you into talking about things that you know in your heart and your gut you shouldn't be talking about, right? Well, yeah, of course. It's easy. Not hard. Not hard. Let's see. Chuck would have gotten me fired from, I'm not sure that is. Oh, which is better off a t-shirt cap. Oh, 
<laughs> four we can say this on our show yeah. which is better for a t-shirt this is not from us this is we won't say we, we will keep the person anonymous so they can't be sued four horse of the apocalypse or jihad squad i know they're upset that they call them the jihad squad yeah. um, and oh, dr no. donna you mean that was not an s red suv that ran people over it was one of red those. suvs we've got to outlaw them or regulate it was those, them. we have yeah. to have common sense regulations Against red SUVs that run people over. That's that. That's my fear. That's why I worry about those cars that you drive themselves. Right? It was yeah, one right, of those. Right, right. Just so happened it had this really bad guy who's been replaced. Every a once in a while, you get a racist SUV, <laughs> and, and you got to right. worry about it's it. It's not funny. I'm sorry. It is funny, but I mean, it's just it's insanity. Um, we are. That's about going to do it. This uh, this uh, fifty minutes or fifty five minutes went fast here on Friday. This is going to be interesting. We have a guy. Um, who's been he's been on media all over the place talking about organ harvesting and forced organ harvesting in China. Mm. Um, and he's trying to raise awareness of that, um, which is it's pretty interesting. Um, and again, I think anything we can do to shed a light on well, and wonderful. Yeah, the way on. that China yeah, really so operates yeah. is also good. So yeah. we want to th- say thank you to Karen. Thank you to Daniel Greenfield. Love all Grand of you guys. Great as Karen was always. So thank everybody. And you know, it's coming up on Friday. Yes, sir. <laughs> Party Friday. We'll see you then. Bye bye, everyone.